3: Is that attempting to leave the should be shot on sight.
4: Hello, good evening, it's Tuesday, which is a regular recording day, and welcome to Gatecast episode 108, Meridian.
0: Good evening, folks. Actually prompting me, and I'm already talking. <laughs> Say that again. Good evening, folks. Welcome to the Gatecast.
4: Indeed. This has to be first. What? Well, it's normally you online waiting for me to appear.
0: Oh, well, look, Skype updated when I... Started it and I had to it would be silly. shut down, then Pamela shut down, then restarted
4: without Pamela then. I'm... So yes, playing up. <laughs> I must read this. Batman the Killing Joke. It's got an endorsement from Tim Burton on it. Can I presume you own Dark Knight on Blu-ray? Yeah. Did I tell you I accidentally double dipped? Accidentally? Yes. I forgot I had it, so I bought it on Blu-ray. Yeah,
0: I did that with Aliens.
4: You forgot you owned Aliens? Bought the special edition box set.
0: On DVD, this way, way back. Uh-huh. Probably imported it from the US. And then all pops an offer, nine ninety nine. I thought, brilliant, I'll get that. And then realised I've got the U- Region 1 and Region 2 edition now. <laughs> Both on Blu-ray? No, this is a
4: Ah, uh, That gave me the excuse to get the nine-disc you-need-a-big-couch-to-unfold-it-fully edition. <laughs> you have that one. Right? It sort of unfolds. It's one of the ones that Aaron hates. It's not the way the B5 discs were sold, which is like a book with pages. It just sort of went unfold, 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 unfold. These are special features even you would have difficulty getting through. Each disc contains two versions of the film. Now, I know I think what they did, what they did were clever. They didn't have two full versions of the film. All they had was points in the film where the extra scenes would go in. So you watched the version with the extra scenes and inserted them at the appropriate points. Seamless branching. Yeah. And then an entire and packed full DVD of extras and at least two or three commentaries on each movie. I know... Alien Cube, as it's known, suffers from the law of three, as I've come to call it.
0: I don't think Alien 3 is as terrible as many people make out. It pales a bit when you compare it to the first two, for obvious reasons. Well, that's my point. It's certainly better than number four.
4: I like four. Are we talking Intaminate or Aliens? Sorry, I'm just double-checking.
0: Aliens. Resurrection.
4: <laughs> I like Resurrection. I thought Resurrection was a lot more fun than 3. 3 took the story in a totally different direction. 3 was a lot more gritty. The whole human birthing process. Amazing enough, a skull thin enough that the brain can be sucked through it, but not so thin that it wouldn't be crushed by the immense atmospheric pressure and create a huge hole and kill everyone. Yeah. Even
0: to this day, if I watch Resurrection, I'll switch it off with about 10 minutes to go because I think that's it, the film's
5: done now. My name is Karen Lindsay. I got sucked into Farscape. Lou bugged me till I watched. Now I'm obsessed. We podcast together. To guide new viewers. So they also get hooked. Maybe as much as me. One episode per podcast. I would love the company. Both good and bad. Jeremiah Creighton. Lou thinks this will stop me. I can't stop re-watching them. But he's mistaken. He should know me by now. This will be awesome. Talking about characters and stories. These recordings are made for you. To enjoy the wondrous things we've heard. Cross my heart, smack me dead, stick a lobster on my head.
6: On the
3: ground
7: now! Farewell, my friends, and thank you for teaching me to kill again. Slicker and snot.
8: My microbes had to have translated that one wrongly. This
7: is insane,
5: Craig. Four years on and you're finally getting
1: it. Escape Cast, your guide to the wonders of Farscape.
5: Listen to the Scaper Chronicles at scapecast.org.
4: My DVR is actually empty. Completely and utterly empty. That's terrible. There isn't a thing on it.
0: You don't have films or anything like that, do you? Just normal entertainment bits?
4: No, I recorded what I think you refer referred to as an inferior sequel. Uh, which was that? US Marshals.
0: Oh, right. Oh, of course, yeah. You enjoyed it, didn't you, as well?
4: I did. It was fun. I hadn't planned on staying up until so I am watching it.
0: I didn't say it was bad. I just think it's not as good as the original. Although it's not really a sequel, it's... I've always had a soft spot for Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, brilliant in Captain America.
4: You know, I actually thought it was Michael Ironside. Well, yeah, he'd have worked as well. <laughs> well, the thing is, he looked like him. He acted like him. He sounded, I genuinely thought it was Michael Ironside. I don't recognise faces. It's a form of aphasia. I've told you this before. I just, I don't recognise people. Come put this in take outtake if you like, or you can just leave it in as a part of the pre-episode blather. I didn't recognise the woman playing Pete's mother in Warehouse 13. Didn't you? No, until I was playing Mafia Wars on Facebook while the episode was on, and I heard her talking without looking at her face, and my brain went, Hang on. (laughs) I know that voice. Yeah, Kate Mulgrew. I just didn't cap it. And that's non spoilery because I just said Peace, Mother.
0: I'm just reading something on Google Plus. Ten facts about you. One, you're reading this now. Two, you're realizing that is a stupid fact. Four, you didn't notice I skipped three. Five, you're checking now. Six, you're smiling. Seven, you're still reading this even though it's stupid. Nine, you didn't realise I skipped eight. <laughs> ten, you're checking again and smiling and how you fell for it again. Eleven, you're enjoying this. Twelve, you didn't realise there's only supposed to be ten facts.
4: <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, silly. My mother keeps forwarding me jokes. Clean ones. Oh, God, no. <laughs> right. This guy goes to you know, visit his grandfather and you know, his grandfather serves dinner and he says, "You know, Are these plates clean? Grandfather goes, They're as clean as cold water can get them. No, eat your dinner. This happens at two or three meals. You see spots and stuff on the plate. And then the dog starts barking and the grandfather goes, cold water, shut up.
0: <laughs> yeah, nice.
4: Anyway, before I ramble more than Kavoth on a bad day, shall we get going? I think 35 minutes is in the record.
0: Pamela's behaving itself with the new... You always have to worry when things update itself just in case it breaks whatever you've been using alongside it.
4: As a point of interest, it would have helped if I'd actually started the DVD, wouldn't it?
0: Ah, well, that's one of the benefits of being able to, or more to the point, not broadcasting live.
4: Ah, sounds complicated. Episode list. My episode list has a sort of gold background.
0: What, on the DVD?
4: Yeah, that's bizarre. What is? Title card from Ridian on my DVD. It looks like the device from the last episode.
0: Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense at all. No, it doesn't. Reusing promotional material. Hmm. Whatever
4: next. And my DVD tells me this is Stargate SG one Y R five (laughs) R one V five. Okay. That's what VAD tells me. Which is kinda
0: handy. Just to make that absolutely clear. Yes. Nobody's gonna be confused now, are they? What episode they're watching?
4: No, like that's never happened to me. (laughs) He said innocently. Right. Line is duly cocked, shall we? And I've read the teaser. Yep, I'm
0: good to go. Three,
4: two. Oh come on. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Yes, yeah,
0: come on, Irish. The listeners demand.
4: As per the request. If three, if a do, if we're a hen, Fade in on steaming Stargate, and... We have to get to the infirmary. Daniel's been exposed to radiation. Amanda. She's standing awfully
0: close to him. Oh, so what? He's not contagious. He seems to think. Well, yeah, if someone's been uh, radioactivised... Colonel, what happened?
7: Detail's a little sketchy, sir. We
0: were not present at the time of the incident.
2: Don't touch me! He may still be radioactive. <laughs> See?
0: He's very delicate. Just don't touch him. You can say he looks like he does look like he's touched something really distasteful.
3: Yes.
4: Uh-huh. This isn't good. Do
5: we know what kind and how much?
2: It was a device housing an unstable radioactive variation of Naguna. We think his right hand was exposed to the equivalent of over 8 to 9 grays of neutron radiation resulting from direct contact. Full body exposure of over 7.
5: Oh my god.
3: Doctor. It's
2: a lethal dose, sir.
4: That's the interesting thing about radiation. You can basically. Say, you're going to die. Yes.
0: Beyond a certain point, you're
4: screwed. Well, fortunately, I doubt those would work.
0: Probably sure, though. <laughs>
4: That's because we had three and a half minutes last time, shall we?
0: Okay, then. Meridian. As I said, episode 108. Well, I've uh, b- b- already screwed it up. <laughs>
4: continue, continue, keep going, keep going.
0: <laughs> yes, continuing. Meridian, first heard May 10th, 2002. Written by Rob C. Cooper. Directed by William Waring.
4: The bloody hell, is he? Director debut. I see. Yes. Ah, uh, Robert. So, Daniel had nothing... To... I don't think Daniel does that much in this. He's mostly lying on a bed and melting. He gets something talking. about eventually.
0: And as you say, this is an episode where it's not a clip show as such, it's told in flashback for the most
4: part. Yes, akin to the, it's something they've used before. We've had the t slowly being taken over by the bug thing episode. Or specifically, we've had the t going through the right of where, where they take a symbiote.
0: Oh God, don't, don't drop that on me like that. It's not Malcheron, is it? That's not it, is it? It'll do. Yeah, it sounds, it's gould like
3: anyway. <laughs> as you were. Dr. Frazier tells me there's nothing more we can do for Dr. Jackson at the moment. In the meantime, tell me what happened.
4: The table looks oddly empty with it, Daniel. It's as though they've already written them off. Yes. Of course, if they've already written them off, then they bring someone else in.
2: They appear to be at a similar stage of development to that of the United States in the 1940s. Geopolitically, there is obvious mounting tension between the nations.
7: Sort of like a Cold War, sir.
2: The Colonians discovered their stargate approximately 15 years ago unearthing it along with a number of gold artifacts in what appears to be an ancient temple.
3: Their knowledge of the gate is still limited.
2: But their interest is strong. When we told them what we could offer, they were eager to share any technologies they were developing that could potentially be offered in exchange.
0: So they're talking about the... the Oh, sorry, I even forgot the name. This episode started off really well. <laughs> the Clonans, who have found the ruins of a temple and inside gold artifacts and machinery.
6: Ah, Jonas. Is a pleasure to meet you. I'm, I'm Jonas Quinn. I'm special advisor to our high minister,
0: Corin Nemec. It's the first time we meet him, and he will appear
4: next season. Something small, small yes, yeah. <laughs> in some part. I like that. Well, the fact that you actually offers to shake his hand.
0: Not only that, but he actually, you know, looks at Till and uh, what's that? <laughs>
7: Colonel Jack O'Neill, Major Sam Carter, and the tall, silent one is Teal'c.
4: Teal'c. He's kind of irritatingly perky, isn't he? Extraordinary. Very much so, yeah. I'm not good with perky. <laughs> Please follow me.
2: He's an advisor to the High Minister.
7: They're equivalent to our president.
2: It's a
4: nice cut.
0: It is. Mr. Waring. really, for his first directorial job, he really made a damn good stab at it. Probably because he's primarily a camera operator, so he's, he does this most of the time, but normally doing other people's ideas.
4: I don't think the second unit director might have helped.
0: He was
7: a nerd, sir. He and Daniel got along great.
1: If we could have access to the site where the gate was discovered and see the artefacts, we have this process called carbon dating. Huh. I could determine the age of the temple, maybe even figure out how it was destroyed. I'm sure that can be arranged,
4: Supervising Producers God they're up to Supervising Producers already they really are just (laughs) taking over aren't they Mazello and Mully soon you'll see Robert C's name drop off and it'll be the Gestalt Mully identity (laughs) Robert's slowly being edged out you know by season 7 he'd be like Hammond to be retired
0: it's not exactly a modern looking facility I know these people are about 50 years behind Earth at this time but hence the big 60's Doctor Who style fans (laughs) yeah yeah expect something a bit better
6: still Hopefully we'll have much value to offer in exchange. This way.
0: God, he does smile a lot, doesn't he? <laughs>
3: yes.
4: It's all very drab. Uh, the Quadria. It's very sort of 60s Russia. Yes. What is that deliberate?
0: Probably. I mean, this uh, these walls were meant to be translucent. As it turned out, they were a little bit thicker than intended. Believe it or not, they had to bring in 250,000 watts of light to get some uh, photons through them.
4: Yeah, they do look rather dull and sort of rusted. Yep. So is blue yeah. good? In this world, yeah. In the clear. It's, it's all very 60s. <laughs>
0: Isn't it? Yeah. Thomas is played by David Hurtibis. He's appeared in one of the Stargate episodes, Hathor.
6: This is Thomas Lee. He is the chief physicist overseeing the development of our most critical project. Thomas, this is SG One. The planet
1: Earth. My pleasure. What is this? The core of this device was uncovered in an ancient temple of a race of people we believe were called the Guld. Goa'uld. Really?
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <a mineral> What's <laughs> See, Tilk, offering up information.
1: Yes. This experiment seems to indicate the potential for great bursts of energy.
0: Ah. Bursts of energy are not good. That the alien
6: element is called naquadria. Uh, <laughs> Yes, Daniel Smartass. No. We also translated that word in the same text. This is definitely naquadria. Obviously, quad, more powerful. Yes, that's,
7: that's exactly what it is. Wow. <laughs> 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 not exactly. They were making a bomb, sir.
2: They were far from achieving a deliverable weapon, but if successful, it would have been as powerful as an aqua-enhanced nuclear warhead. Big boom!
4: Boom tomorrow. There's always a boom tomorrow.
0: You don't really need a deliverable weapon, do you? You just need a suitcase with the two elements inside. them. when you get to the target, bang them together really hard.
4: Yes, if you're willing. Oh, I saw, I saw that in Family Guy. I leave Rucksack, and then place to go boom, and I come back here for a big party. <laughs>
3: to do with how Dr. Jackson was exposed to that much radiation.
4: We were touring the city.
2: Daniel was at the research facility with Jonas.
0: One thing to look out yeah, for when sure they shoot on these the briefing room scenes. Yeah. Every one he did, he zoomed in a little bit closer to the characters. He didn't he didn't the to mm. characters. I didn't notice it first so, time, but as soon as you realize what he's doing.
4: Oh, she's closer again. Yep, and um, they're closer again.
2: Sir, they're claiming Daniel tried to sabotage their research.
4: can to be bumping Jack's nose in a second. They're lying, General. Yes,
7: by the end of it. (laughs) I also do not believe this to be true.
2: They let us bring him back home on compassionate grounds.
0: Oh, that was good of him. Wasn't it? Yes, that's almost American. (laughs) If he lives, we want want him back so we can put him in prison.
4: (laughs) Well, maybe they have a prison like the one Colomini was put in in that episode of DS9. What is Dr. Jackson saying happened?
1: already hemorrhaging on his face there the nausea will be followed by tremors convulsions and something called ataxia surface tissue brain tissue and internal organs will inflame and degrade i believe that's called necrosis and based on the dose of radiation i got all that will happen in the next 10 to 15 hours and if i don't drown in my own blood and fluids first i will bleed to death and there is no medical treatment to prevent that Maybe not that we know of. Jack, we don't go running to our off-world allies every time an individual's life's at stake. Don't go telling me this is any different because my life is no more valuable than anybody else's.
0: I say, he got that pretty much straight away from the initial exposure. Mm. Now, that's frightening. You know, when you know the symptoms, which is best to be ignorant of what's going to happen or know exactly what's going to happen? You didn't try to sabotage anything it is Daniel
4: you're Daniel uh, yes we can't kill you although apparently we, we can
0: <laughs> we all know General Hammond's got a soft spot for SG-1 compared to the other SG teams
4: yeah the other SG teams are cannon fodder whereas Daniel Lazarus Neil, <laughs> Yes. he's not been naked yet either
1: if they really want to blame me denying is isn't going to change anything 10,000 10, years ago Gould tried the same experiments that they're trying and he nearly blew the entire planet to bits I tried telling them that, they wouldn't listen. They're going to build that bomb, and nothing we say is going to stop them.
0: Yeah, let's face it, he's going to be dead in a couple of days. If they want to blame me, fair enough, I don't really mind. You know, unfortunately, they're very much like the human race, aren't they?
4: Uh-huh.
0: We've got the material which we can build into a bomb, and no one's going to tell us it's a bad idea.
4: Well, actually, Daniel's going to tell you it's a bad idea. You're just not going to listen.
3: <laughs> SG3's mission report two months ago. Yes, sir. We both know the negative effects of that technology, Colonel. But Daniel's been in one of those
7: things a dozen times. Once more, isn't going to hurt?
3: Now, however, SG3's report clearly indicated that the sarcophagus is heavily guarded.
4: The negative effects of that technology, yes, like mild psychosis, slight arrogance compared to death. I'll take the arrogance, please.
0: Well, the major side effect is a bad episode.
4: Yes, I know. I was hoping you wouldn't bring it up. <laughs> That's the
0: trouble with the need. It keeps being regurgitated. <laughs>
4: I really didn't need to hear that. You
0: didn't need to hear that at all, did you?
4: Oh, I didn't focus on the overemphasis there. But how can I it spoke for itself?
2: Well, I've been doing some calculations.
7: Anything to help, Daniel?
2: I wish.
4: Uh, nobody's available.
0: Is Jack wearing a jacket a size too big, or, something, or has he lost a bit of weight?
4: Possible, he's lost a bit of weight. Or it was massive weight gain, protest to you. And
2: uh, the potential is astronomical, sir. Even a very small amount of the unstable element they're working with emitted a pulse of energy far greater than anything I've ever believed possible. Much more than weapons-grade in would have. I mean, it it would require a massive nuclear reaction to even approach this level. So? Well, sir, this could be the missing link we've been looking for in terms of generating the kind of energy I believe is necessary to create a hyperspace window. Or to generate and sustain the kind of shields the Goa'uld have been using to protect their ships. Sir
0: That's a bit unusual. I mean, Sam has seen the technology of the Goa, including energy shields and obviously the hyperspace reactors. So she must have known there was an energy source bigger than what we've got now. Yes. She's actually impressed. Yeah, it takes something really big to impress Sam.
4: Wink, wink, no judge.
7: <laughs> Why are you talking about diplomatic relations?
2: This is Daniel's life. sir. I know how you feel because I feel the same way.
4: Oh, come on. You really didn't think I wouldn't go there? I don't need to go there. I live there.
0: <laughs> the general's been very political in this episode. I don't know if it's... Poisoning itself. Yeah, just being realistic or, or not. Or perhaps front for him to accept the fact that Daniel's going to die.
3: They will have little reason to believe us over their own people, especially when what we're forcing them to admit would be a major embarrassment. It will put them at too great a disadvantage in further negotiations. Sir,
7: you cannot admit Daniel is guilty.
3: Give me some credit, Jack.
0: I suppose if they get hold of this Naquida, then at least his death will have had some purpose. Both
3: of which are true. Hopefully we can lay the groundwork for further diplomatic negotiations oh, which will eventually result in an amicable trade for the Nequadria.
0: The general. Most of what they're saying is true. <laughs> Fine. I suppose he's, he's got to play the long game.
4: What's the one of the longest speeches ever given?
0: Yeah. Access to this material is just too important.
4: Oh dear Jack. This is a talkie episode. I thought for such a talkie, so the last 15 minutes I've certainly shot, boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's not fifty. Before someone emails in and says it was only 13 and a half minutes in. I got referred to as pedantic Pat in Woke yesterday. <laughs> Me? Pedantic? I'm never pedantic.
7: We know you're lying through your teeth. And Jack, <laughs> wink, wink Hello.
0: That's Jack at his diplomatic best.
6: <laughs> yes. Not quite dead yet. Give it time. Two of the scientists in the room are already dead, the other two will be shortly a
4: death's Yes, Jonas, we know. Horrific. My superior
6: thinks that denying the allegations against Daniel would be a waste of time. He's a wise man. What I don't understand is why your government is even trying to maintain a relationship with us.
7: Because we want some of that stuff you're experimenting with. My government still thinks they can negotiate for it. Mm. Yeah, there we
0: go. <laughs> probably fortunate they've got a character like Jonas here, because you can't see this speech going well with anybody else we've met so far. Those that have survived, of course. That's
7: why I'm here. I don't understand. I only agreed to bring that letter so I could
6: see you. Why? Because Daniel is dying. And you're looking for someone to blame? I'm
7: not going to let you tarnish his name. See, I don't care what that stuff is worth to anyone. My government will admit Daniel is guilty over my dead body. What do you want from me? Just tell the truth.
0: Yeah, there we go. <laughs> probably fortunate they've got a character like jonas here because you can't see the speech going well with anybody else we've met so far those that have survived of course you notice there's a wide range of people on this planet we've had jonas we've had a tall blonde we've had an asian bloke a black woman i don't know if it was a a deliberate casting policy or not but it kind of stuck out because normally you visit a race and they tend to be all of one type
4: you know, there's probably a pool of extras they dip from. Well, I suppose this isn't the planet which perhaps has seen the Gould influence so much.
7: Well, no, not if they blew themselves up a few thousand years ago. A weapon of mass destruction can only be used for one thing. Now, you might think it'll ensure peace and freedom, but I guarantee you it'll never have the effect you're hoping for until you use it. At least once.
4: Yeah, that doesn't work. There's a reason Mutually Assured Destruction has the acronym MAD. Yeah,
0: as we've discussed before, it does work. Vested self-interest, as obviously it only works if the people involved are sensible.
4: Yes, this is a jacket is equally diplomatic best.
0: Blow
7: yourself to hell with it. (laughs) Yeah. Exit stage
4: left. Technically that's stage right. Ooh. Well, stage left and stage right are, I believe, the wings as the actors see them rather than as the audience does. I'm open to correction. I say, I'm
0: glad we've sorted that out. Vitally important to the episode.
4: Do you remember a cartoon with a cat who constantly said things like that?
0: That's probably where I got it from.
5: (laughs) It's going to get a lot worse. And it's going to happen fast. I'm sure you're doing everything you can. Sedatives and painkillers, that's all we can really do. You have no idea how painful this is going to get.
4: That looks worried but no sort of dark circles under eyes shouldn't she have dark circles under eyes?
5: You know I never normally say this it goes against everything I've been trained to do but the truth is you'd be a lot better off if I,
4: I Oh nice the actresses haven't been botoxed into immobility don't you think?
0: I'm sure when I give it some thought I agree There's one point in the uh wanted to make sure they actually got the radiation sickness symptoms spot on. So, you know, what you're seeing exactly how it would happen. And they did some uh-huh. makeup tests with Daniel standing, and they actually made a conscious decision that when the time came, they wouldn't show the really, really bloody and gruesome bits. I see. Obviously, they had to show some, because you kind of lose the impact of the disease if you don't see the fact that his skin's peeling off.
4: Yeah, that's great. I didn't
2: suggest this before, because... um well, the truth is I'm not really sure what I'm doing with this thing.
4: I could make things worse. I wouldn't want to be sedated, and I want the painkillers at a level where I could still be conscious, even with an agony.
0: you got to love this alien technology. I'm not quite sure how it works or how to use it, but let's give it a go, because what's the worst that can happen?
4: Well, it's not as if she can make them any worse, but apparently... <laughs> Yes. It's easy.
5: Ooh. Get the crash cart. Give me five of valium. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me get him on the side.
4: Why did you say get the crash cart though? Because that's what you say.
5: Valium's in. Stand by with the ambu bag. Draw two grams of magnesium sulfate. Easy back. Easy.
4: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> And we fade to Pool of and and Yes, starting to it's hallucinate. Just, it's getting, getting dark. It's good. Getting...
7: A
0: bit 2001-ish
4: isn't it really? Somewhat. Although well, I don't see a big black monolith.
0: Well he was standing in front of it.
4: <laughs> and then we have the annoying woman. It's Omar, isn't
1: it? Yes.
0: Normally we see her as white tendril-like creature.
3: Uh-huh.
8: Your fate is in your hands.
0: Yeah, Daniel, speechless. Yeah. Oh,
4: bloody. Dream Daniel's destined blue-bead Yeah.
0: He was always destined to become a mummy. <laughs> Let's face it. <laughs> this obviously is where... You get the impact that his skin is literally, you know, bubbling away by itself, but without actually seeing it.
4: That's what I was thinking. If she used a crash cart, wouldn't she just sort of come through his chest? What?
0: Like from the thing? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Clear. Ah, it comes up with stumps.
4: (laughs) Listen to that story, if you get a chance. From Escape Pods, Hugo Month in July, but it tells the thing from the perspective of the thing. Oh, right. It's called The Things. Oh, dear. You see, at this point, they could actually have anyone under there and just have Daniel's voice. Daniel could be standing off camera.
0: Well, in later scenes, they do have his standing oh, yeah. or lying down in.
3: Mm.
0: I just wanted to. That's Daniel. Always thinking of others. He really is a good guy. I'm really
1: bad at this. Yes, you are. I hear that Sam thinks, uh, Quadria might be an important discovery yeah apparently if we can get some
7: For what it's worth uh, Tried to get your point across to Jonas he's in a tough position You're not gonna take the fall for this I don't care what's at stake
0: Why do you care? You think everything Daniel's been through from losing his parents onwards, and he's had a pretty rough life, and when things going well, ultimately
7: end badly. Because despite the fact that you've been a terrific pain in the ass for the last five years, I may have... might have... um,
4: grown to admire you how do you imagine how they could end any worse than this?
0: Losing his wife, that would hurt him more than this does. Emotionally, at least. That's touching. And then he couldn't save uh, Sarah.
4: This will not be your last act. On official record. Well, Sarah is still potentially saveable. I mean, she's alive. Why not just take her to Thor's hammer? Reminds me of the Daniel as a mummy I didn't spot it until I rewatched the episode with herself, but there was a point in season four, oh season 30, God. Doctor Who, that he puts a gas mask on during this entire invasion and he says, are you my mum? Kind of, <laughs> does he? It? Right. It's a joke that I missed.
8: <laughs> you look different. Lightning flashes, spark shower in one blink of your eyes, you have missed seeing.
1: What did you mean when you said my fate is in my hands?
8: When the mind is enlightened, the spirit is freed, and the body matters not.
1: You're talking about ascension, right? But rising to a, a different plane of existence. Are you saying that I could do that? Become like you?
4: You
8: must complete the journey you began at Kev.
4: Yeah, this is annoying. This. Reminds me of that irritating my least favorite TNG episode where everyone speaks in metaphors.
8: Mm. I actually
0: like what they say here. You don't understand off on it.
4: Say it four or five times. I still don't bloody understand it.
8: <laughs>
1: okay, well consider it released. What's what's step two?
8: A tall man cannot hide in the short grass.
1: You know, I really I don't have time for one of these kind of conversations.
8: One cannot reach enlightenment by running from death.
1: Tell me what to do.
8: Many roads lead to the great path
1: only the willing
8: will
1: find their way okay well i'm willing oma disala
0: played by mel harris she plays this role three times in the series Uh huh. i'm not familiar with the actress herself but she's been in 30 something saints and sinners uh, the movie k9
4: oh god that was fairly really awful
0: it wasn't terrible it came out pretty much similar i think the same year as turner and hooch didn't it you know so often you get two films which are pretty much based on the same idea
4: <laughs> that is very... I still think that's a very Jack-like comment from Daniel, because he's getting he's getting irritated. I'm fiddling with the battery now. With but...
0: <laughs> Well, just as Jack has picked up some traits of Daniel, Daniel's picked a few of Jack's.
4: Possibly when he was Jack? Could be, yeah. Although he wasn't Jack for long.
0: <laughs> as I said beforehand, before we even started recording, this is an episode which very heavy on the moment. Yeah. And not an ideal one to comment on, because there are so many scenes where nothing is said. And strangely enough, this episode actually came in at ten minutes long, and they have to chop out huge amounts.
4: But like I see the um, expedited version.
0: I would, because in the commentary they were talking about it. It sounds fantastic. I brought this. Oh, oh right. I thought it was just another fancy box. I brought you chocolates. Yes. <laughs> and flowers. I brought
6: you clown chocolates.
0: And I picked this up at the gift shop. <laughs> <laughs>
4: The quadri on sale. Yes.
6: The data recorded during that accident demonstrated the potential power of the weapon unlike anything collected previously.
4: What are the may damage and cause organ melting? Yes.
6: It does not contain peanuts.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no user serviceable parts inside.
6: Seeing the looks of utter glee on our leaders' faces when they were told the potential power of this weapon, they wanted to know when it could be demonstrated.
4: Yeah, I can imagine some ancient. Or some future uh, post disaster earth that no user serviceable parts inside so becomes a sort of religious law. And you can't actually open anything. Post apocalypse kind of thing.
6: Anything's possible. I read that book you gave me.
1: Already? I, I just gave it to you last night. Quick study.
6: So I got this position at my age. And. it should prove useful in the translations. I thought you'd be a little bit more excited. No offence, I'm just more interested in what's out there in the Stargate.
4: We're back to orange. Orange is not good. It's nice that they actually have different... Yeah, that's orange. That's not red. I don't care what the transcript says.
0: Orange obviously mean they're actually working in the lab at that time. And the blue is all clear. Of course, it's good to see colonian corridors that gradually curve so that you end up working on the same corridor all the time. Yes. Once you learn the secret of how they film these episodes, it kind of takes away (laughs) a bit of the fun of it. Because you think, this is a great big set, but then you go, hang on a minute, they're turning right again.
4: (laughs) Yes, that's our stage, not stage thing.
6: 10,000 years ago. Now the fallout from that could have easily buried the civilization of that time.
4: 10,000 years ago,
6: right.
0: That probably explains why the multiple nations and pretty much plenty of time to start again from scratch, that is. This is a good idea Daniel's got to why there aren't any gold on this planet anymore.
2: Hmm.
1: Some very wise people have shown me firsthand that a sudden leap in weapons technology by a civilization that's not ready for it can lead to its destruction.
0: Yes, Daniel, no matter what, this isn't going to end well.
4: Well, and it's probably going to end in about 30 seconds, based on what I just read in the transcript.
0: When you look at it, it's absolutely remarkable that we as a species are still around.
4: Oh, yes, I mean, they, they thought when they detonated the first hydrogen bomb, they might fuse the atmosphere. Yeah. It's
0: only a small chance. (laughs) Yeah, down a bit, down a bit. Okay, then, that's good enough for now.
3: The energy
1: readings are increasing by a power of ten.
4: Incredible. Don't push it any closer. Don't, don't do it. This is not a good idea.
0: It's not exactly fine-tuning either, is it? I mean, we're not talking about precision engineering here.
5: Did you see that?
4: Oh dear! Everybody's dead.
1: Get down! Stay away from the glass. The radiation will penetrate the window.
0: It It's coming for us. Device-
4: if that device explodes, yeah, we're all dead. We have to remove the core. <laughs> Hi, Thomas.
0: How far is he going to get? If this thing goes, it's going to take the continent with it.
4: Yeah. Ever brave, ever stupid, Daniel.
0: Gonna do something silly.
6: No, Dr. Jackson!
0: Yeah, not the greatest glass.
4: Oof. That's a stopped I uh, imagine, the resin glass?
0: Yes, it was. That's Daniel, and you've got a bunch of people off camera throwing plastic glass on him. Oh, ouch, hot, hot, hot. <laughs> Come on, Daniel, it's getting higher in pitch. Yeah.
4: Are you still standing there or do you think the radiation stopped them?
0: Unfortunately, as soon as he broke the glass, that was it. And Daniel's smart enough to know it.
4: Mm.
0: And You know, the frightening thing is how many of these little, little accidents happen at uh, Los Alamos and other American facilities that we never heard about.
6: I am ashamed they would not bring themselves to recognize dr jackson's heroism he saved millions of lives
1: millions could still die
8: the future's never certain you saved many without regard for your own life
1: could have destroyed the device
8: you believe your journey is still not over
0: it's surprising how different the gate room looks with just minimal lighting.
4: Yeah.
1: Entirely sure what the point of my journey so far has been. I mean if this is about being honest with yourself.
4: Big and empty. Yeah.
1: I believe my entire life has been a failure.
4: Just so you know, Jonas had a change of heart. And the nice dissolve and fade there.
2: He stole some the quadria for us. I took a big risk. He said it was because of what you did.
0: I mean, this effect is obviously... That backlighting,
4: because it's sort of glowing and almost angelically. Yeah.
0: Right? William, director and Jimmy Nod, director of photography in the commentary, saying there were 20,000 watt spotlights above them, and then the 4,000 little light that provided the backlighting.
2: The way you look at things...
4: It changed me too.
0: So it was a very warm room.
4: That must have been hot.
0: Yes, he said it was incredibly hot
4: That's just sounder standard broadcast studio
2: I see what really matters God, I don't know why we wait to tell people how we really feel I guess I hope that you always do
8: You can never reach enlightenment if you do not believe you are worthy.
1: Then I guess we may have a problem.
0: Considering this is his first directorial job, technically it's brilliant. It's full of some very good ideas. Well, imp- Did he we do it again? Yeah. He directed 13 Stargate SG 1 episode, 9 Stargate Universe, 15 Stargate Atlantis.
4: You know, we say that bit in the intro. It's already critiquing good.
0: Kind of screwed up the intro for a bit, didn't we?
4: Leave it in. People will be amused. <laughs> Sad, but after 100 episodes, people are interested in our screw ups, which are rare.
0: Well, no, there's plenty, but they just don't hear of them. <laughs> That's what yes. editing is for, folks.
4: Yes, Michael, of course, Michael.
3: You said that its spirit would one day serve its owner in the afterlife.
0: Mm.
4: Ooh, yeah. It looks
0: like pepperoni pizza, that does.
4: I just have pepperoni pizza. <laughs> have
0: you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
4: No, a chicken fajita, actually. Yeah, yeah, I left yeah. the pepperoni one. They're doing a bog-off for pizza that's only four 50 They're offering two of them for fiver. I mean, they're so giant. I can't, unless I haven't eaten all day, I can't eat the entire thing.
3: That the fight against the Goa'uld, will have lost one of its greatest
0: warriors. Ooh, shiny. <laughs> Put a cap on, too, please.
3: And I will have lost one of my greatest friends
0: again. Nicely done. Oh. You know, if, if it wasn't for the fact that I'd watched this episode last night and i have listened to the commentary, I might be tearing up around that now.
4: I was actually sound asleep at about quarter to six and my brain went, you meant to be recording. <laughs> I was very, very deeply, happily, comfortably asleep. And suddenly my brain went, shouldn't you be open recording a Yeah,
0: there's something I should be
1: doing, but I'm not quite sure what.
4: But it shouldn't be me lying here happily asleep. You opened the Stargate for
8: your world.
1: I cracked a code a lot of other people made it work.
8: The very next thing you did was help free the people of Abydos from evil.
1: Share. Oh Hello
0: oh, there. As I said in the commentary, when a character looks at a picture of his family, Sorry. he's gonna die. <laughs> Look at Daniel there, and compare and contrast. Wow.
4: Younger, less buff Daniel. <laughs> I wonder whether he spent the year off sort of exercising in a gym.
1: I was the one that unburied the gate. What happened to her was my fault. I couldn't save Shari, I couldn't save Sarah. Every gould I helped eliminate, another one took its place. Maybe I did something good every now and again, but nothing I've ever done seems to have changed anything.
8: These tasks of which you speak were great challenges. Perhaps they were even impossible to achieve. Does that absolve me? You feel your journey must continue until you have found redemption for these failures? No, not anymore, not if I'm dead.
0: No, that's a problem. Daniel thinks he's failed at virtually everything he's done whereas exactly. when you listen to the people that know him, they only speak of what he's achieved. And that's something he has to accept. And that's what Omo's trying to get
1: through to him. So no matter how much I want to achieve enlightenment or, or whatever you want to call it, what happens if I look at my life and I don't honestly believe I deserve it?
8: The success or failure of your deeds does not add up to the sum of your life. Your spirit cannot be weighed. Judge yourself by the intention of your actions and by the strength with which you faced the challenges that have stood in your way.
1: What if I can't?
8: The people closest to you have been trying to tell you that you have made a difference, that you did change things for the better. Not enough. The universe is vast, and we are so small. There is really only one thing we can ever truly control. What's that? Whether we are good or evil.
0: A very telling line from Oma. The only thing we can truly do is do we live our life good or bad? There's one thing about being bat like that. It shows detail that you wouldn't see in standard definition film.
4: Yeah, like the little hairs on his neck. Hairs growing out everywhere.
0: And I really would've put a bit of makeup behind the ears. Seeing the blood in the ears is very off putting. Every time he turns round, it's like a little uh, strobe light going off. <laughs> She's got her hair pinned behind, so it doesn't affect her.
4: I said that to somebody in walked the other day. Maybe you can't hear me because through all the hair that's covering your ears. <laughs> How
0: did
6: she take it? She said what? <laughs> <laughs> I was just checking, it could have been a bloke. <laughs> If you're able to develop defense technologies such as these shields that you spoke of, you'll share them with my government. Of
0: course. Now, you'd have thought that they would guard their Stargate, wouldn't you? They do seem a paranoid bunch. And I really don't like the color. What,
4: well, Jonas's color? Or Jax? No,
0: Jax is fine. Jonas, no breathing room.
4: That's not really a color, is it? It's more of a polar neck. Yeah. I'm actually putting on that Winter has arrived with a rather unfortunate bang and... Didn't yeah. wait for autumn to end.
0: It was cold this morning. So much so I'm getting my Isa back in the car.
4: It was five degrees when I left the house and that was near noon.
0: Ah, Tok'ra at last. As you can tell, we don't trust the Tok'ra very much. Just in case. And to this day, I still say this is the most ridiculous way to guard the gate from a possible enemy.
4: What, people with guns?
0: Lined up like that.
4: It's so like Skittles, you just roll one of those uh, ghoul, yeah. glowy ball things down.
0: This should be automated weaponry, controlled from a booth outside, well outside. Don't take offence, we've got two dozen automatic assault rifles aimed at your head.
4: Yeah, they could be a manual assault rifles. <laughs> hey Sam, I'm so sorry.
2: I tried this but it didn't work.
0: We'll do our best. At least they give it to someone who knows how the damn thing works.
4: I find it interesting that, to me, you see, those readouts shouldn't be red. They should be the traditional green.
0: Perhaps it's surplus or something.
4: Are we surplus? (laughs) Who knows? Bit of a dig at the Air Force there. Comment on the cold, because it's actually starting to feel cold in this room. I'm a t shirt 11 months of the year, man, normally.
0: One benefit about sitting right next to your PC, muck about with a cool in, and it chucks out a bit more warmth during the winter.
4: (laughs) I'd rather not fry the ruddy thing.
1: leaving
8: you can't you can't leave the rest is up to you
1: why why me why why give me this chance
8: anyone can reach enlightenment anyone prepared to open their mind as you did when you first came to cap
1: they're trying to save me they're healing me i can feel it
8: then your journey will continue as before
1: what if i don't want it to
8: Not that way. Walking the great path brings great responsibility. You cannot fear it, nor hesitate in your resolve.
1: I understand. I'm ready to go with you.
8: Then stop them.
0: How? When they were filming these scenes in the gate room, they were experimenting with ultraviolet pigments try to give more surrealism to it unfortunately they couldn't get a clear paint so the ultraviolet spark off it came up with something blue tinted which made the gate look ridiculous (laughs) so that's why they went with a standard black (laughs) which works surprisingly there's Daniel's mind's full of darkness and just one little spotlight
4: I need to pick a show to watch I, I cram an entire series in now I might go back to Castle Ooh, that's a some sort of...
0: Yes, that was a good one, was yeah. They actually yeah. built the rear wall of the infirmary in the gate room so they could pretty much do it practically. Hmm. Then just blurred the image a bit.
1: Did you want something? Yeah. Tell Jacob to stop. Why? Because I'm ready to move on. You just giving up? No. No. I'm not giving up, believe me.
0: Jack, not surprised he's uh, in Daniel's mind.
4: Hmm. He's come a long way, Jack has. Do you follow George Takai? No. Zach Quinto's come out. Has he? Yes. Holy <laughs> <laughs> And he got to kiss Zoe Salander. The <laughs> <laughs> Zoe Salander being our new uh, horror? Yeah. Ooh, pretty. Shiny white light. You remember Oma? The fortunate thing about someone ascending is it doesn't leave you with anything to bury. That's true. You know? They could do the coffin full of bricks thing. What you always think is unnecessarily cruel to the soldiers carrying it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you feel like we we fill it with break for God's sake. It's what I want.
1: I have to go now. Everything's gonna be fine. Please, Jack. Tell Jacob to stop.
0: Jack's taking this rather well, considering how he's acted in the real world, so to speak. Jacob. I mean, Daniel's tearing up.
4: Stop.
7: Are you serious?
4: So what he wants. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Fraser's has got to look at Fraser and Hammond are both looking at us yes. have you lost your mind?
0: Could you sign this form, please, before I stop, just so we don't get sued? <laughs> Someone else want to tell me what to do? Yeah, Jacob's really quite shocked. Uh, crispy just fried go. Daniel
4: with extra chicken. You know, we
0: should grab him, rub his ear, and call him Space Monkey or something.
5: Yeah. Duh. <laughs> now what? <laughs> Colonel?
0: No point asking Jack for medical advice.
4: And you'll go bye-bye now.
0: And this another great little effect: a light source under the bed, and a light bulb on a string.
4: We I mean, don't, you? A <laughs> light bulb on a string? I mean, come on! Yeah, but you are
0: getting great shadows as it rises up. And then you put your CGI effect on top of it, and a you get a shot which probably would have cost five times as much if you'd done it all yeah. in CGI. I'm
1: gonna miss you guys. Yeah. You too. Thank
0: you. for everything you get the actors someone that you look at that
4: isn't a tennis ball <laughs> a tennis ball on the street so what see you around
0: yeah now what <laughs> I don't know is not that where it's going I really don't know what I'm going to do next <laughs> this was a great idea when I told him I was leaving but now I'm not quite so sure hey
7: Where are you going? I don't
4: know. Hmm. marvelous! Aren't you supposed to have ancient knowledge once you've ascended? you <laughs> no a better idea, Daniel.
0: He's walked up to the door, but he's... It's really
4: bright. What is that?
0: That is a practical light source behind the gate and a little bit of CGI to give it all the flair.
4: Yeah, cousin
0: They said that the light source was that bright. As Daniel walked towards it, he did actually look like he was disappearing. <laughs> And there he goes.
4: And presumably through the gate. Why the turn's going off? i not throw it. It's world activation.
0: <laughs> That's one thing. They don't, shouldn't really need the gate to travel though, should they? I mean, she needed the gate on Keb because she was carrying a child. hmm So probably a physical form needed the gate. But an ascended beasts. they appear wherever they want, whenever they want.
4: I suppose we could refer to him at a tapping as Sam Carter causes angels to fall. <laughs> Well, Ascended Being is the closest we're going to get to an actual angel.
0: Uh, in this franchise, yes, probably. And a lot of the time they wear white, so... Right then. No, I'm not tearing up, so I've got that <laughs> out of my system. I make no bones about it. First time I watched it last night, you know, a little, a little tear, a little uh, man tear there. I laid it on thick.
4: I don't know, I think I've become too cynical. <laughs> I'm getting there, you know. <laughs> so it'll be much longer, you will be. It's only been, what, three years?
0: Right then. That was Meridian. And as we say goodbye to Daniel Jackson.
4: Au revoir, surely.
0: Well, at this time, no, it was goodbye.
4: He's moved on to a different, glowy place. Yes. And there's a mouth with a bomb on it. Very nice. Sorry, that's my end episode.
0: When you read up about the event led up to uh, Michael Shanks leaving the show, it's kind of a bit contradictory, you know. Some say, you know, he left because of the way the show was going, others because he just fancied something different. There's more than one side to it, which is strange because... It all worked out in the end. It's not like when Claudia Christian left Babylon 5. That never really got cleared up.
4: I'm inclined to believe JMS.
0: He's got, you know, less of axe to grind, you would have thought.
4: Although she seemed quite happy to do the commentary on uh, Season 2, Episode 1. I've listened to her and she seems to get on with what surprised me. I listened to a few episodes of Jerry's uh, podcast and he's a severe right-wing conservative. <laughs> I don't like yeah.
0: him. <laughs> I'm just having a quick look at IMDb. Now, they said in 2002, probably finished shooting in 2001. So in 2002, Michael Shanks did all around the town, door-to-door, two TV movies, so Woo, a guest on the Chris Isaac show, and the Twilight Zone, again, Woo, did a few guest spots in Andromeda with his missus, or I don't know if she was his missus back then, so that could have been a bonus of leaving the show.
4: I remember his episode of Andromeda. He played the uh, avatar of a different ship.
0: Yeah, I did, yeah.
4: I was still watching Andromeda at the time before it got really silly.
0: <laughs> I seem to recall buff in that as well. Sorry? It was buff in that as well, because he, he wore a kind of kind of a yeah. leather outfit, didn't he?
4: You could call Stargate the exploration of the buffness of Daniel.
0: <laughs> yes, traces buffness through uh, various seasons.
4: We could do that in the recap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> as for Meridian itself, though, uh, I enjoyed the episode a lot. Considering how much I've watched it in the last couple of days, it hasn't got old. I enjoyed it as much now as I did the first time I watched it, which is saying a lot considering, you know, how much they loaded on the sorrow and the... Yes, I,
4: I recall being sort of, oh, Daniel. At the time. Yeah. I, at this point, I was definitely watching it regularly, but not to the extent that I was watching it weekly. I got caught up to Stargate weekly until about season seven.
0: Yeah. What did surprise me, though, was when they were filming this, they hadn't actually made the decision to use Corrin again. Oh. Although, in another article, Michael Shanks does say that He didn't shoot with Corin on one day, knowing that he was going to take the next role. Mm -hmm. So, again, a bit contradictory. like. But as his first guest spot, he came across pretty well. Hmm. Like a lot of people, I didn't really tech to him in the show, but that was probably just because of Michael Shanks. So it's going to be interesting how I view uh, the next season. I
4: liked pretty much from the get-go. I said I I liked Corin pretty much from the get-go. Are you just saying I'm breaking up so you don't have to include that comment?
0: No, I'll cut the audio. i play it back to you.
4: No, it's fine. So, that we're uh, ready. And next week is Revelations. Still dealing with the death of one of their own, SG1 must put well, its morning aside in order to confront the warlord Anubis, who has captured the Asgard leader Thor so who can extract the secrets of their ancient technology for universe domination. Uh, back to Awful Blurb. <laughs> I missed you, Awful Blurb. Well, not really, but you know my point.
3: On the next Stargate SG-1, Colonel Neal has requested that SG-1 remain on active duty.
2: So what are we supposed to do, keep working like nothing happened?
3: The protected
7: planets are no longer protected.
2: Including Earth.
7: The battle for ultimate power begins.
4: we we'll have learned all your secrets.
2: With well, that kind of knowledge, the Goa'uld could easily come through our Stargate whenever they want it.
3: A new evil emerges. Can I sustain another hit? Allies face their darkest hour.
2: There's no way out.
3: Richard Dean Anderson stars.
7: On the next Stargate SG-1. Just say the word. Open the iris.
4: Okay, in feedback then on episode 105, Miles McLaughlin says, in reference to The Warrior, this is one episode I missed. It sounds like a really good one. I'm glad your podcast was there to let me know of an SG-1 I missed and can see. Thank you.
0: Yeah, surprising that. we watch watching it on Netflix, aren't so I guess it's probably easier to miss one of them than when you're watching on DVD. Miles also posted a link on our Facebook page to his own podcast, The Sci-Fi Diner, hmm. in which they interviewed John DeLancey, considering John's been a guest this season.
4: significantly slimy guest? Yep. That is, I have to say, a pretty... you're really going to click on this one, Link. Because the link is sci-fi-donner-podcast.com slash 2011 slash 10 slash sci fi donor podcast step 114 interview with John Dance who played Q in Star Trek The Next Generation of Alien Shapiro in Torchwood Miracle Day <laughs> forward slash.
0: Yeah, that's what you want.
4: got say, as an occasional website up there. That's an awful link. <laughs> Do it by url.com or something. Seriously. I'm sorry, but imagine having to type that in?
0: Well, that's how kind of WordPress works as well, isn't it? You have your description for your the post and it actually works that in, or the URL
4: man said, after I posted that we were recording, my favourite, the one I voted for, have fun, guys. And you replied, you should have said and you could have joined us. At times we are flexible. At times?
0: At times. Well, we try to be flexible, but you never know when you're working or when you're
4: off. Sorry. I'm wondering, should I start SGA from the start?
0: Buy it on Blu-ray.
4: No, it's sitting here all opening. bloody fuck <laughs> <box> set. <laughs> I should, I have to pay 50 quid. Oh, yeah. Uh, like I said... I don't have a set of spanners.
8: Come dry ya!
4: Hi folks, and thanks for listening, downloading, etc, etc, etc. If you need to email us, the email address is gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. If you need to find the podcast somebody gave it to you, you got it through an online subscription, we're on iTunes as Gatecast. We're also listed on Podcast Alley and Podcast Pickle. If you want to leave feedback, you can record an MP3 and email it to gatecastpodcast.gmail.com. You can also leave us feedback on the website, that's gatecast.phasecast.com. There is the Facebook group, which is The Gatecast. And finally, you can also tweet us, we're The Gatecast, on Twitter as well. Thanks very much for listening, and hope to hear from you next week. Okay folks, as I've said, that we're in episode 108. I'm quite attracted to episode 110 for some reason. I can't remember which one it is, but I'm sure it will be. I like the binary element of it. Thank you for downloading, thank you for listening, and I've been Alan. And
0: I'm Mike. Thanks for listening, folks, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Gatecast, presented by Alan, Mike and Scott. Visitors at
2: gatecast.facecast.com.